Hi guys, welcome to the Let Wildflowers podcast. I'm Wendy Wu. And I'm Tony Rose. We are coming live at you from my fucking car. <laughs> At least I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so crazy, but one of my girlfriends came out here for her 40th birthday. And um, we've been spending a lot of time together because I haven't seen her much last year. Because, you know, usually I go to the Bay Area, but I've been going to LA to see my, my nephew. So I haven't been much to the Bay Area. So it was nice to hang out. How have you been, Tony? Okay. I didn't realize I was so freaking tired. I think I slept for like I know. nine to ten hours last night. Oh my god. And then That's like amazing. what happened? I just wanted to lay on my stomach just for comb my hair to like dry up last night. Uh didn't wake yeah. up until this morning. I'm like, I have a meeting in like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. No. No, yeah. I was like, oh shit. Um because I took my friend to the airport and then I went to get my safety and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I thought I was starting my day off so early. How is it still, how is it almost like freaking eight o'clock already? What is happening? But it's okay. What was that? We'll just get some food in us and then we'll be fine for the rest of the day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. We wish we had a Zoe to cook us breakfast. Oh my God. This woman. Yeah. Okay, guys. Like we... We are here. We're at Dream Lake. It's the third book in the series. Um, everyone's non-favorite Alex is <laughs> the main character of the story, and um, and you know, you know me. The grumpier they are, the more I love them. So, I I have a soft spot for Alex, and um, yeah, like the the story kind of opens up with with a ghost who is kind of shackled to a house. And then it's kind of cool because you, you, you see Sam purchase the house. Um, you see like everything that kind of like happens and, and you know me, I love getting different points of views in the same situation. So we kind of go through like before um, Holly was in the picture to kind of like going through like, almost the very end of the last book and um and then and only a little bit more is being added on so this whole time like this is happening at the same time as the other books which i really did appreciate i really did love and um it, it just this this ghost is just stuck to this house and he's just kind of like unfortunately i don't know fortunately <laughs> unfortunately unsure here the only person that can hear him and see him is Alex and he's like god damn it like like before I, all I wanted to was leave the house and now I'm fucking stuck to this guy like what the fuck and Alex is a hot mess he's going through his divorce he's going through like figuring out his house situation he's um hooking up with his he's having like the craziest hate sex with his ex-wife um and like and and he's like an alcoholic you know and and this poor ghost has to see all of it <laughs> <laughs> and they, they get into conversations and he doesn't know why he's he's stuck in this house and you know and as we've learned from the last book alex um had some sort of reaction to zoe you know um and he he called her betty boop which is a very big compliment but we find that like you know she's that's all people care about is her body and the way that she looks and not anything else and she always ends up with really bad guys and unfortunately for her she's continuing her streak by liking this fucking like 
alcoholic, divorcee, jaded, broken man. But you know what? I get it. I get it, Zoe. I love them broken too. (laughs) (laughs) I love them sad. Oh, are you mad because about your past? Come, come, come into my bosom. (laughs) And she finds out that her, her grandma is not doing well and needs a lot of, um, needs a lot of help. So, um, she was going to restore a property, um, and she hires Alex to do it. And this kind of like brings everybody together and he's, he's, he wants her. He wants her so freaking bad, but he's just like, this isn't the kind of woman you fuck with. You know, this this isn't the kind of woman that you fucking have a casual affair with. Like this, like he can't, he's like, everything attached fucking breaks and he doesn't want to do that to Zoe, which is admirable. But you know, like sometimes we, we, we want, we want, we want that. (laughs) So she's just so kind and very nice. And actually to Alex's surprise, very, very shy, you know, and, and he does love that about her. And, and they, they, he unknowingly is inserted into her life. He knows that she's like fucking handling him with kids gloves and he kind of doesn't care. So that this is kind of how our story opens and everything kind of takes a turn when he decides to stop drinking and and her food starts healing him you know and then and you know what girls lisa claypas took the way a man's heart is through his stomach to a whole nother level like it's crazy i love it and like we all know there's a little bit of magic obviously the fucking book starts off with a ghost and so um you know those of you that are unsure if you want to dabble into paranormal this is light paranormal <laughs> so this is a good good place to start if if that's what you want to do tony what did you think of the book i really enjoyed it because actually i now associate um uh, because she's a cook um mm-hmm. this book with zoe with truffle because i think when i was oh, yeah. reading it again i'm like I was cooking pasta and I'm like look, always looking for the the easiest like batch bake or batch cook for my family. And so I have like lunch for like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, so I, <laughs> I made pasta and then I saw this bottle of like um, this bottle of pesto because me and my family, we've been having like this like big craving for pesto. I found like tomato pesto, great folks, like, like just pasta and tomato pesto and just mix it up together. It's really good. But I tried um, pesto with like black truffle, summer Mm. truffle. And then like we, yeah, that batch cooked, it got eaten up in like one and a half days. So five seconds. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, So that's like a thing that we have now for, for the family and I was cooking it while reading Dream Lake and I'm like mm. like um it's always kind of rare like a truffle or expensive like a truffle or you yeah. know wanna like I just associate black truffle now with Zoe and I love it. Um a way to my heart is food but look we we've said this many times our our culture yeah like the love language is 
food. And then they insult you about how fat you are. But the second you lose one and a half ounce, they're like, oh, too skinny. Eat more food. So like, that's just the way that it it is. It's just, and you know, like, that's why I I always tell my cousins who, who who struggle with some of the things that my, my aunties say, and I'm like, look, you are either deathly ill, skinny, and you need to eat immediately, or you're really fat but you also need to eat immediately. So just, yeah. <laughs> just the way that it is. It's like the sixth love language. <laughs> it is. It's, it's automatically. Cool. <laughs> to be fair, it's the only love language in in our generation <laughs> of Asians. But like, you know, like that's how they, they, they show love. And, you know, that does fall under acts of service, like cooking for you and caring for you and taking care of you. But like, but there is no other way that they show love than, you know, insulting your body and then forcing you to eat so that's just how it is (laughs) that's just that's just the 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 way that it works i i this kind of the insulting that's funny why you said that because like in this book i love the bromance i guess you can call it like a bromance they have their own special bromance it's really funny if this book is funny because of them and yeah. can you imagine being told off by a ghost? There's a part in this yeah. book where the ghost, like he's in on, he can listen to all of the conversations if he wants to. If he doesn't, like if he's tired of Alex's shit, he'll just go to a different room um, in the yeah. house or wherever they are. But there's this one conversation <laughs> that um, Zoe and Alex were talking and he was like, I don't believe in higher beings. I, I believe in extension existentialism and then um after Zoe leaves and then the ghost was like what the hell was that about and had this conversation about existentialism the ghost pretty much schooled him and he's like you're not an existentialist you're still just an asshole yeah (laughs) and there's this time earlier when the ghost was irritated with Alex. So he started humming a song that Alex didn't like at all. Oh my God. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> I like love that. He didn't knew. He didn't know. He just kept humming it because he was annoyed I with love Alex. That. Yeah, no, it was so good. It's because Alex was like, I'm fucking done looking through your shit. And he's like, okay. Oh, when the saints. I don't even know what song it was, but like, that's how I imagine. Yeah. Like, when you're hella annoyed and someone fucking starts singing the marching song from the Saints and they start stomping around too, oh, bro. Like, I I remember thinking, like, if this ghost was, like, angry or, like, annoyed, they would do some kind of, like, poltergeist shit and just, like, break things. But no, like, the this ghost that Lisa Guipest has written just pisses you off. And these hum it's songs hilarious. that you hate. Yeah, it's really funny. And yeah. I remember the first time I read it, I'm like, this this is the kind of ghost stories I'd rather like read. Yeah. Like I prefer because it's just funny. Like Yeah, it's hilarious. It's just very different. We don't we don't get angry poltergeist ghosts. We get something totally different. And I'm like, um, this should have <laughs> I guess it should have existed a long time ago. Or yeah. I should have like I wish it was more mainstream to have a ghost like this. I guess yeah. Um, the closest that we could think of would be because Cleopas is the fan of Cressley Cole, and the ghosts are pretty. 
fun in that series. Yeah. So I mean, you know, like to be fair, I haven't read a lot of paranormal, so I don't really know. Yeah, true. But Same. but um But from so, what we but, see like, in movies and art when we grew up, oh, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like that. So Yeah. The only thing we had was Casper the Friendly Ghost. That is true. You know? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and and after the movie came out we all wanted casper to come haunt us because we were like okay yeah. hey hey boy you know so um and then but, he turns out to be devin sour <laughs> yeah oof he was super hot i was like it's so funny because i look back and i'm like that's what i was into okay sure okay <laughs> so I remember being like, "He's so cute! Oh my god!" Yes, so. remember seeing him in. Remember the magazines like, like, like Tiger Beat and Team like, Bob yes. or whatever. Oh my yes. god! Uh, I love it. But what to you is your favorite part? Again, the the relationship between Alex and the ghost. But yeah, I think my favorite part, like we talked about Zoe, she shows um, love by by food and they have this conversation about um that's her magic. You know, like yeah. um if yeah. you put love into what you do, um what you cook, um, there can be magic for other people. Um Yeah, absolutely. Like to me and I think I think the closest way to um to describe it is what is your comfort food so for me like Ichiban Simon is my comfort food and it just makes me feel better because it takes me back to the person who used to cook it for me which is my grandma um, yeah so like and I I instantly like whenever I have it from her I just when when she used to make it for me um it just instantly just felt better. I had like more energy and just things kind of just melted away, you know? So to me, that's, yeah. that's magic. Um, so now I associate that as my, my comfort food is my magic food. Like I'll feel better. Um, but yeah. also for Zoe, she receives love by acts of service. Like to me, yeah. so, <laughs> so, um, by way of, treating byron right her cat so i love that um alex was so thoughtful that he inputted like this high-tech cat door when earlier yeah she was like she was like yeah i went earlier he's like no to the fucking cat door yeah you know the cat door is in fine (laughs) you know like like whatever but he knows they had this moment about uh, a spider she hates spiders the fact that um, they they're very thoughtful. He was so tender, mm-hmm. and he was mm-hmm. so good, and yeah, he was so sweet in that moment. And like, like he just yeah, he was just exactly what she needed, you know. Yeah, I mean, and then like, even even when her like when her when when her upsy kind of messed up her computer, like he was she's just like I I can't I need help, and he's like no no like you're you're doing great like all you need is yeah. is a guy that. That, that can that can support that you you know and then i don't know why when he was like yeah and then sam will make make your toaster bluetooth enabled or whatever i don't i mean i i mean we are this book is written so long ago but i don't know why that was still really funny to me i was hell laughing i was very tickled and entertained by that but um because something happened yeah. to your computer like a, a oh, year ago or something that's why computer <laughs> It always happens to my computer. I'm yeah. telling you guys, major user error, but 
Yeah, they're just so sweet. I I I really like their own way, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's so it's cute. It's as surly as it is. It's very sweet. As surly as yeah, the story is very sweet. Yeah, and and also like, I think to me my favorite part is how strong Zoe is. You know, like like. She knew exactly when he was about to have a fucking freak out and panic attack, and and, and but she also knew what he wanted. You know, he un- she understood that, and and she was very patient with him, and and she knew that with all the roughness that he's had in his life, like like he needed this calmness, you know, and he needed to be cared for and tendered, and and you know all the things that he never got as a kid, you know, and she knew this is what he needed. And, and then, you know, and it kind of leads to my cringy moment, but, well, one of them, but, like, when she confesses how she feels, she knew that this is what he wanted. You know, this is what it's leading up to. And she was just like, fuck it. And then when he was just like, uh, and he has this panic attack and he's like, well, I'll call you in a couple of days. She's like, no, you shouldn't. If you're not ready for me to love you, then, then just don't call me. I love that. And then, like, when he was talking about all the things that, of why he deserves to not be loved and all that stuff. Like she was like angry for him, you know? And uh, she was just such, she's just such an overall good, good person. But the one cringy moment was one of the cringy moments was like his panic attack, but her dad, Oh, her dad. God. Oh my goodness. I, he was awful, but you know what? Like he was, not treated well as a kid and or ignored as a kid and like like upsy said like it says a lot about him that he has a very good woman on his side you know maybe he's just a different person when he's not around family and you know what i felt that i really felt that (laughs) (laughs) yes i am (laughs) I am a completely different, less stressed person when I'm not around family sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. So I get it. What to you was your, like, most, like, cringy part that happened to our characters? Most cringy, like, you brought it up, the the panic attack part. Um, the, you're having sex. Something was said. Something beautiful. Like, Zoe took, as a shy person also, you know, it could be a wallflower. You could be shy. You could be just quiet. Oh, yeah. I've been told I'm quiet. I'm not shy. <laughs> so as a shy or quiet person, like she took a big risk with what she did and it kind of just yeah. kind of blew up in her face. So it, it was really sad to read her um, do something that she thought Alex was ready for. I think she, in my head. Because he was she, asking, yeah. he was ready. He he was basically asking for it, you know? And then when she was the one who initiated for them to, you know, like um, take the next steps, he got, <laughs> he got scared. He's, he's a scary cat. <laughs> yeah. Then, um, he's a little bitch. Yeah. And it just it just blew up her face. I, I think um, you said, like, you love how strong she is. And, and I get it. I love the fact that she. She was like, okay, no, you're not going to call me in a couple of days. No, this is not going to happen. We're, we're going yeah. nowhere. I'm not going to, you know, she's just going to stop. So she's going to have to go through another, like putting your heart out there and then having it kind of just 
stomped on, I guess, or just broken after conversations and after a great night and and then he kind of just reverts back. It's it's hard, but at least she knew that he had to change. Unfortunately, he doesn't believe yet that he is capable of what she sees and what she knows he's capable of. I think it was he just he just didn't believe that he can be part of a happy equation. True. And he said that all together is very sad. And a lot of us. Cause there are times too, like in the book, he was like, like you want this, like, um, what do you want for it? Like, no, like, like a, a moose boost. You just give it up for free. You know, (laughs) he's like, no one's losing you. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give you this service for like what you pay for. I'm not gonna amuse your bush. So he's very yeah. like in this mindset where if he gets something for free or something great in general, then he's gonna have to pay for it, which is really right. sad. Um, it is, and and that just kind of like goes to like to like really show you like like the things our our parents do, man, the damage is fucking lasting, you know? And, 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 you know, it it sounded like Alex got the brunt of everything, which is really Mm -hmm. sad as well too. And, and I just think that like, like we've all been there where we, we look at a fucking good situation and we self-sabotage because Mm -hmm. of, for whatever reason, self-preservation um we don't think we're good enough doubt whatever and and it's it is very unfair you know when we make the decision for someone else especially when their happiness is also on the line you know it's hard though because when you're in it like that's all you can see you know what i'm saying so i totally fucking get it and guilty you know (laughs) um (laughs) and and i just I just applaud Zoe. She just has this quiet strength and it's just, it's just so amazing. And, and I will say MVP shout out to Justine because she's like, she's like, what kind of curse should we give this motherfucker? Cause I fucking <laughs> told him, I fucking told him he fucks with you. I'm gonna fucking curse him. And this, this bitch brought out the book of lore and was like, I got curses. <laughs> I got fucking shit that I can put on there. What do you want? Halitosis? What are we doing to this man? You know? <laughs> what are we so doing good. to this thing? <laughs> she was just like, like, you know, and then it just reminded me of, um, I don't know why, but that, do you remember that movie Boomerang with Eddie Murphy? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, anyways. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Nia Long's like, I hope you fucking catch a disease and yo, dick falls off like it's just i don't know why when justine was talking about curses that's the scene that was like brought up into my head but um probably from I just, it you know because then there's other um there's movies that remind us of some of these books like it's a tragedy but this reminded me also of titanic like the so there's a double one? love story yeah and then unfortunately oh. like the other love story it's very titanic ish like she never let go of jack you know upsy never <laughs> let go of the yeah. goals in her mind and they had this whole like like titanic um you know went back to her yeah her that is moment we should have warned you guys that this that something like that happens in like we should have warned you in the beginning of the episode but yeah there is 
some tears and some yeah. unexpected sadness that happens at the, the okay wait expected because that's life but yeah. unexpected because you don't really expect that from a romance book but yeah it's it's but, at but least, yeah it's just I thought about that at least there's two romances in this book and one of them went yeah. the hea route and then one of them took another hea route <laughs> right right and so um yeah i i i it's just, oh God, this book is so good. We're probably not doing it any justice at all, but I know a lot of, a lot of people were very a- apprehensive to read this book because they're not a fan of Alex, you know? And okay, guys, the I remember the narration being really rough, like the guy that, that did Alex's voice, and I didn't like how he, they did all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a it was a guy that narrated it, and then and then I I went to go look because I was like, if it's Robert Petkoff, I'm fucking reading it. I'm listening, you know. Or if it was our our daddy Tim, then I would. Tim Campbell. But it's not. Yeah, but it's not. And so I was just like, you know what? No, I'm I'm going back to it. But for those of you that was like, not that not not that anything was wrong with this guy's narration because I do remember still really liking the book. I just didn't like the tones that he had for Alex and Sam. So like I, it, which is really crazy that I, I'm more upset about the men tone than the, the women <laughs> tone that this man was trying to do. But um, yeah, I definitely think that um, it just isn't what I imagined, you know? So I, I didn't care for it. Um, but, you know, he still does a very good job with the narration and everything like that. But, um, but so for those of you that are on the same page with me as that, they are re-releasing the audiobook, I think, in February. Um, we are just, oh, I'm just so happy to be reading this series. And then at the end, because I was like, at first, I, I read this so long ago. So I was like, wait, there's four books, but there's only three brothers. And then at the end of this book, <laughs> I was like, oh, I remember. <laughs> so we're really excited to get to the, to the last book of this series. Um, Tony, if they haven't like read any of Lisa Claypuss's contemporary why should they why should they pick up this this series um like you said um and I was just having a conversation with someone too about uh, about this book it's a light paranormal this is the closest that Lisa Claypuss is gonna um you know uh, gonna get to writing paranormal romance um as far as we know yes as far as we know I was talking to um at books.plants.and.t. We were talking about this series because she hasn't read it. And and I'm like, oh, it's kind of like her por- paranormal um, romance-ish. And she's like, explain it to me. And she's like, okay, I, I count it as a paranormal ran- romance. Because if you go to her um, her site, that's kind of like her her vibe, like paranormal and fantasy yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah. okay, that's a great way of explaining it to everyone. And at least we have someone who's read more paranormal romance than I did saying that it's like paranormal. So now yeah. I'm happier <laughs> yeah. saying that to other people. And that's a better way of explaining the series anyway um, than yeah. saying paranormal-ish. But um, also, like, like I said, if you Grumpy Sunshine... If food is your love language, also it's it's a great book. Double romance. F- people loved Titanic. If you love that, um, you have a piece of Titanic in this. Um and it's just so freaking freaking sweet. That's how I took it. But yeah, it's something if you don't if you hate Alex, um, you can see him really growing in this one. Yeah. 
and I, it's, and I, I like okay, the, okay. the fact I, that it's back and forth. Like he'll grow and then um, take a two steps back. Yes. Thing. Because that's very realistic. That yeah. is how real life is. We mm-hmm. try to get out of this fucking thing called our own heads and out of our own ways. But then like one little thing and then we derail. Right. And then, and then we're like, fuck, <laughs> sorry. I'm essentially speaking about my eating habits at this point. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, you know, like, you know, the whole, and, and that's, that's what makes it so much more relatable. And, and I think that's why I like Alex so much, you know, um, because like, I feel like he's, he's, and it's very, it's very funny that it's in contrast to like a ghost and then him who is extremely, extremely human, you mm-hmm. know, and scared and afraid and, and, um, and very self, a lot of self doubt and, and, you know, like the things that he's gone through and the things that everything that he touches, he like mucks up, you know? And, and so, you know, we, he start you start building this in your head and, and, and yeah, I just felt like he was just a very, very realistic hero to be fair. I know that's not why we read. <laughs> that's not why we read. So we can meet a man that we could probably meet on, on Tinder. I get it. <laughs> But well, no, like, like, like you said, like with Alex, like as much as I, I tell people it, it's not the po- most popular, it's not my favorite if I had to choose a favorite, but um, he actually, if I think about it, he, um, I'm a little bit more attracted to that kind of person where I feel like there's someone, um, I like the whole be surly thing. So that we could show them and help them, like see like the light, in a way, like how Bell did. Yeah. I just think about that, and I'm like, that's usually the the. Um, if I see a guy like that, I I'll I, I'll light up a little bit more because in in my head, I'm like, why are you so mad? You know, like let's, let's yeah. have a laugh and let's figure things yeah. out, and then at least at the end of the day, when I don't have to see you, um, you you might think about like, hey. I had a good day and that's yeah that's good enough for me i'm like oh i did something good for somebody i don't know mm-hmm. if you're speaking of tyler but yes like i just feel that that all the like sad boys broken boys in the world need love and need nourishment you know mm-hmm. and they need her they need someone like us to come around and and like make them smile you know but you know i just like I said, like Alex is the most realistic that we'll probably end up meeting on the streets, like an actual guy. And yes, it is true. All the patients in the world cannot help some people out, but I just love what we got here, you know? And I love his, his growth and, and how tender we never see him be tender, not even with his brother, no one. Mm -hmm. And then like, just to see his tenderness, towards emma and and of course towards zoe it's just it's just i i, I really love that if you're but, in a bad spot i feel like it, you're gonna also want a ghost attached to you <laughs> to help yeah. you out because the ghost yeah. did help like where's him. my ghost yeah yeah where's it's my like, fucking ghost he couldn't like alex couldn't talk to his brothers in in a way like that but um the ghost was kind of like his best friend you know and like the best friend that tells you off and like it tells you like why are you being like this and 
uh, and also yeah. like encouraging you. So yeah, I yeah, and that's the other thing too. Like, <laughs> like Alex my ghost? didn't have to worry. Alex didn't have to worry about hurting the ghost's front of feelings. Yeah, and that's both of them. They didn't care about hurting each other's feelings, so it let them be free and let them be themselves. You know, yeah. so that was like really refreshing. And Alex, Alex really needed that because you know he has mm-hmm. he has, he he knows that he has to walk on eggshells with his with his brothers and 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 you know like we we yeah i don't know i just really no, i know like I really, at the same time like i don't think he was comfortable in asking help being from anyone oh, i think yeah. he needed help and then he did help himself but there was this at the end like he really wanted something and it was the ghost that that did it for him and helped him yeah so and yeah and he, they're still gonna to me i'm like there's still gonna be people who are who who want help but will never still ask for it but yeah. i'm like but he did need help need yeah. help he yes. did he did ask like it was just in a different to a different kind of person <laughs> yeah for sure um, for sure because he was uh, to me i'm like because alex was still not comfortable in showing that much feelings to anyone so of course, show it to the person who can't be seen, and I'm like, yeah. that's I like that Claypest wrote it that way, because you can't change yeah. like that years of trauma, in like, or you can, but then um, it's gonna be really tough to be an open person after years of being so like the way Alex grew up and how he is. So yeah, um, especially. And that's and that's the thing he has. He doesn't have to act any tor- types of way toward with the ghost around, and he couldn't hide anything from the ghost, even if anyway, he wanted yeah. to. So, <laughs> so yeah, that 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 was like a perfect like healing thing for him. Yeah. But before we go and talk about this whole book for another like seventy hours, we all will be right back with our pots out pondering. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Welcome back to our Pots of Pondering. What are we drinking? So our whiskey of the season is whatever you want it to be. It's post-holiday season, so we're still going with the theme about um, supporting your local businesses, um, supporting you know small businesses. Um, fortunately for us, we have a whiskey distillery on island called Koalau Distillery, and one of our favorite whiskeys is Old Poly Road Whiskey, Dangerously Smooth, I found two recipes that remind me of this um, book. One of them is Lake Lemonade Cocktail. So I'm like, oh, cute. And it's yellow, like <laughs> the color of the book. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Or a color of like the the first printed book. So um, link to that recipe will be in show notes. I also found a different recipe called Suffering Bastard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it reminded me of Alex. So that recipe, um, that link will be in show notes too. Um, this one has not only bourbon, but it has London dry gin. <laughs> Two recipes that remind me of Dream Lake. Yeah, I love it. Show notes. What What are you currently reading? Right now, I am still in the middle of Jillian Graves. Her. So this is my first gargoyle of. <laughs> my first gargoyle book that i'm listening to i read her other book blood moon um which is about uh, a witch and a vampire 
which I Ooh. which I really enjoyed. So, um, and this one is a bit different. This is a gargoyle daddy dom romance. <laughs> I and they're like, okay, am I ready for all of that? And you know what? The answer is yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot right now. Um, also, I will be starting Kate Claiborne's uh, her arc. Uh, it's coming Georgie all along. It's coming out January 24th. So I'm going to be Yay. starting that soon. Is and she coming up on our schedule? She will be after um, this series. So we will Perfect. cover her after this series. Oh, and I will be starting um, Nana Malone's um, Broken Trust. Yeah, with with Emma Malone, Minx Malone is, I believe, um, is the first name Minx. So Minx and Nana wrote a book, Broken Trust. It's coming out, um, soon too. And for some reason, like you know, um, you you wake up in the morning and you're like, I want to read this book. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why I want to read this book. Um, I went back to, um, Evil Winners, The Den of Sin, from her. Bells and Mobsters series. I'm like, why, why, why do I want to read this book? I know what it's about. Very anti-hero. The, the, the hero was horrible to the heroine, but like, they have a very great love story in it. I still can't figure mm. out why I wanted to read it. Maybe it kind of reminded me of Dream Lake when there was a oh. point. Because then both of the girls are really nice. They're mm. really, really nice girls. And then both of the, the heroes are like surly. So I'm like, maybe that's kind of, I wanted, I still wanted Dream Lake without having to read Dream Lake. Yeah. 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 So I just wanted more of that, like very grumpy um, and very sunshine. So um, I'll put the link in, in show notes if you folks want to read it. But I love that series. Yeah. Mm. That's what's happening. So I didn't even read it all. I just, I just kind of just perused. And I just it satisfied my desire to reread it. So, <laughs> you guys enjoy mobster romances, and Ooh. it's a great um series. A that's actually one. the pre. I believe that's like the book zero point five, like Ooh. of that series too. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All the links. Will yes. Be all the all the links. All the links will be there. Thank you guys for another amazing week. We can't wait to get to Crystal Cove and um, learn about this gamer and um, <laughs> and Justine. You know, <sighs> I <laughs> yeah, I just this book. Oh, yeah, I love Justine. The the paranormal lightness goes from from a dash of salt to just heavy pour like so we're going from lightly seasoned to dinner at wendy's house like this is this is where we're going and and i love it um we love you guys we can't wait to continue on this road um for those of you that have just joined us because we're covering contemporary welcome and those of you that um have joined us that usually listen to historical romance and are confused Welcome. <laughs> DMS, if you want to talk about historical romance. Yeah, we are still heavily reading it. And um, 
it's just, you know, um, if, if, if you want to go back to the first episode of the year, um, we kind of explain why we're going down this road. And um, yes, it involves the HarperCollins strike. So that's all that we'll say about that. We love you guys. We are, we are happy to be on this journey. Thank you, Tony, for creating this amazing schedule for us. <laughs> um, we will be back next week with Crystal Cove. And as always, Lit Wallflowers podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts at frolic.media backslash podcasts. Have a fabulous, great week. Hope it's not a hodgepodge of a hodgepodge as mine <laughs> right now. And um, yeah, we love you guys. Thank you. Bye.